Making your cat happy is a number one priority. Priority number two is keeping a clean litter box. Fresh Step Outstretch Litter helps you do both. Fresh Step Outstretch Litter traps waste at the surface with less crumbles and absorbs more waste and odor compared to Fresh Step Multicat. Find Fresh Step Outstretch Litter at a store near you today. Fresh Step is a registered trademark of the Clorox Pet Products Company. Certain trademarks used under license from the Procter & Gamble Company or its affiliates. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time because messes happen because hey honey you know your dad's world famous chili yeah the one that takes 24 hours to make so i was trying to help out and bring the pot to the table but it was like super hot and then i um dropped it and now the floor looks all you know stained with chili look the point is you guys cool with pizza for dinner <laughs> honey oh yeah that happens so start clean with clorox use clorox products as directed What up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of DadCast. We've got JP over there. I'm Nick. That's Jesse down there in the corner. Hopefully they edit this right and we get the it won't. this thing. It won't. The We're all on a row now. We're all on a row. So it's the really last one didn't edit out right. I think, so I think it's all Jesse's good. over there and Nick's yeah. over there. Wait, so JP, JP middle, <laughs> Nick left, Jesse right. Okay. Anyway, whatever. Another episode of DadCast. We have an amazing guest today, Mike Merrill. I'm so excited for this one. I've been following him on Instagram. He's a bow hunter, an entrepreneur. I didn't do as big of a deep dive as JP usually does on the intro. So let's uh, let's just jump into it, guys. Yeah, you may you may remember him from such films as uh, <laughs> that '70s show. Uh, he was in the '80s show. There was the '90s. No, I'm just kidding, man. He wasn't in none of that. Um, there hi michael welcome to the show man uh thank you for coming on we appreciate it this is gonna be a lot of fun um the rite of passage the very first question we like to ask here on dadcast is and if you're not it's cool are you a dad i'm a dad yep four times over four and times, four times. yeah also four times yep nick yes, and, and you said a granddad Yep, I got two grandbabies and one on the way that'll be here in about two months. Wow, so. and, and how old are you? I mean, let's just get right into it. How is that <laughs> even possible, know. man? Your beard isn't even gray. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, well, you know, I, I kind of <laughs> Oh, <don't>. okay. <laughs> I carry my stress differently. Fair enough. Well, uh, I turned 50 in October. Okay, so, so all of I'm us are like, wrong. yeah, we're shot right. Say, I'll be 50 this year. There we go. Except I still We're have all my hair, crop. but I'd rather have, yeah. I don't know what I'd rather have the color intact with my beard mm. or no hair. I, I just, eh. mm. what do you, well, do? don't they make stuff to, uh, to help offset the color difference? There you go. That stuff, just, that I, stuff I, you right know, there. There's, there's a thing called clippers and a razor. JP could, you know, sample out the, the baldness, leave the beard and see, and see what happens. Dude, I'll, I'll do it right now. I'll go get Let's the clippers and shave it do right it. off. I dare you. No, I can't. I'm going to Florida in a week. I'm going to Florida right in a week. Now. 100 bucks right now to shave it on the podcast. <laughs> Michael, tell me about your kids. How old are they? Boys, girls, all the pertinence. 
All right, I got I got three girls and one boy. Um, the oldest mm-hmm. is a daughter. She's 26. She's the one that's expecting her second. And then I have a 25 year old son, and he's married and has a, a little baby girl that's coming up on one year here soon. And then I have a 21 year old daughter, and I have a daughter that's 17, almost 18. She's just a senior in high school, so that's that's where they span out. Wow, man! So we're all girl dads here. Okay, nice. or at least I yeah, 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 yeah. Jesse, you as I have well. One. Yeah, but she's my, just, uh, my youngest. But she's itty bitty. Yep, she's so, she's still nice. <laughs> yeah, she still loves you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Did you or have you or are you currently going through the with your daughter, your youngest daughter here, where it's just so difficult. She knows everything, you know nothing, and all of a sudden the like and love is kind of dissipated for a while. Is that something you've experienced? <laughs> Yeah, she she's still pretty sweet to me, but she doesn't, uh, you know, she doesn't act like she needs me or her mom very much for anything. Now we're we're great for you know being the ATM and and whatever yeah. else, making sure she has her needs met. But uh, but as far as the extracurricular stuff, it's a bonus when we can get her to you know be be interested in what we got going on. Right, man. We so I've got, I have a nineteen year old. She'll be twenty this year. Um, mm. And I was a few episodes back, I was telling Nick how she has gone over the hump and is back to calling and hanging out and loving mm-hmm. on dad wow. again, where okay. from like 13, 14 to just recently, it was pulling teeth, difficult fights. I mean, we're talking World War Three sometimes, same with Nick. And, mm-hmm. and in a lot of our interviews, a lot of the dads we've spoken with, it doesn't matter. It, there's no rhyme or reason to it. No matter mm-hmm. whether you're a big old movie star or you're you're an influencer like yourself and hunter entrepreneur or or a sports guy and a football player, they all seem to go through the same thing with their teenage mm-hmm. daughters. And yeah. I'm just glad that it's it's <laughs> over the hump. But I my baby girl's ten, and I have it to look forward to. And there's right. Nick Jesse. I'm seeing twinges, little <laughs> twinges Dude. in Avery. You guys, little bits of. Just that little bit of attitude that I, I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. So, it's my uh, baby girl who loves me, and I'm seeing so it Sophie, happen. my one-year-old, learned no yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's no. nice. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's good times. I'm like, Sophie, come here. No. <laughs> oh. This is what's happening with me and Addie right now. So Addie is my youngest. I have three boys and a daughter. So I've got a 22-year-old serving the Army. Got a wow. 16-year-old his junior year in high school. I've got a six, seven-year-old, six-year-old, six-year-old. Close enough. Uh, yeah, close enough. And then I've got Addie, who's my three-year-old daughter that's uh, getting ready to turn four this April. She told me no this morning when I said, <laughs> I've got to go to work. And she went, no, dad, stay with me. Oh, oh, but but that's uh, a different I, type of no, Jesse. <laughs> right. But it, it still still hits the heart. Right. I watched a documentary last night where this guy was explaining being a girl dad. And I thought that he explained it the best when he said, it's like they reach into your your chest, they grab the heart, they pull it out, they look at you straight in the eyes and say, this now belongs to me. <laughs> there's there's no other way of explaining it. And I don't know if it's going to matter age-wise, but if this is what I've got to look forward to the next 17 years, I'm screwed. I feel like we're watching Temple of Doom and you got like the Shakura stones or something. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till you have grandbabies. They then your heart becomes a whole it just totally metamorphosizes into something. Oh, well, that may be happening because, sooner than later. Yeah. My 22 year old ah. who works intelligence for the army in uh in Maryland, his girlfriend just moved in with him. Oh, okay. We all know 
we all know that, you know, things happen. Tell us, <laughs> tell us about that. So your first grandbaby was from your daughter. Is that correct? Yep. See that, that right there. I, I've envisioned this day in my life um, where your daughter brings a daughter into this world. I, I, oh, I, oh. I, 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 I got the heebie-jeebies just thinking about it. <laughs> Describe for us the experience for you when that day happened. Actually, take us back to when you found out. Okay, so, well, so interestingly enough, so our first grandchild is a grandson. Right. So that's a different kind of, but yeah. Right, right. I want to know about the girl. The I'm fishing buddy. Okay, yeah, so, so yeah. we got that. The girl, yeah, my son's wife had a girl, and uh, her name is Sailor. Uh, S-A-Y-L-E-R, and she has the biggest, bluest eyes and the long eyelashes, and she she just loves her. They, the grandkids call me Poppy, so she she just loves her Poppy, and I think uh, my son looks enough like me. There's enough similarity. She must right. make that connection because it just it feels like she, she recognizes something in me, you know, even from the beginning, but yeah, it's, uh, my gosh, I mean, as soon as that happens and you realize that you've got this other legacy and this other right. little human being that you're going to protect and provide for in a very different way uh, and not discipline, surely. I mean, we're just going to love them to pieces and then hand them back when they do something wrong. But uh, yeah. but yeah, it's it's indescribable, honestly, being being a granddad. Amazing. When I was the first grandbaby, the grand boy, was that birthed from your son or son's wife? So, so the, so the grand boy, my grandson yeah. is my, my oldest daughter's son. Okay, so, so that's their first child. And he was the first, we don't have the so, Merrill name yet down to the next generation. Not, not, yeah, not yet. Not okay. yet. All right. That's, but, but she's expecting here in two months and we'll see. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, man, I'm rooting for team boy on that one. Cause you know, that's important. <laughs> yeah. We got to keep that line. Yeah, carry that the legacy. Yes. That's it. That's, I, that's I tell it. my son, my, my son who's 13 by, so now you figured out I have three kids, two daughters and a son son's in the middle. He's 13 mm -hmm. going on 18. By the way, he's going through all the bad stuff. Nick, Jesse, I don't know what happened to you. Uh, if you accidentally, Just hit a button come back please um uh now i now now i gotta edit this differently because you hit a button <laughs> you know so let's timestamp that 1727 uh he is the only son from my myself and my brothers and sisters so it's up wow. to him to wow. have a boy at some point down the line to carry on that pierce last name and i keep telling him hey no pressure <laughs> but, but <laughs> what a great young man it. he is though you're it yeah but man oh. he's he's been kind of difficult this past year you know puberty is hitting hard uh there's a lot of pushback on getting up and going to school and doing anything and taking direction and you know the typical stuff that we all go through but now it's full circle and i'm on the other end of it and it's just uh, you know what i mean it's yep. whoo it's difficult man no one said that this job was going to be fun but boy do i love it but sometimes i, I just <laughs> sometimes i want to take a week off and go to florida eating fish tacos without my kids <laughs> Wait, isn't that like a week and a half away? Ten days, baby. Ooh, nice. <laughs> hey, I'm Reno. I'm Reno in five, Vegas in six. Yes. Wow. Yes. You're, you're about yeah, to say nice. something, Mike. I yeah, I'm headed back. I've been in Vegas the last uh two weeks in a row, and I'm headed back down there on Monday again for another trade show for work. So how long are you gonna be yeah, there? Uh, are you there through Super Bowl will, weekend? Uh no, I I'm there till 
uh, Thursday. Yeah. So I drive in. I've, I'm driving. 13 hour drive. You're so, driving, wow. huh? I am driving. Okay. Nice. So, By the way, I, I want to tell you all a story. I, I, I want to share a story with you, Mike. Uh, so Jesse Dugas down there. He, um, for the past week, I, I don't know if he, he, he did it on purpose or he gets a thrill out of what I'm about to tell you, but <laughs> maybe or, or if it's strictly <laughs> coincidental, you know, uh, who knows to all the you know followers and watchers out there. I'll let you judge for, for this, but um, I'm going to preface this with I'm a huge Raider fan since I was a little boy oh, football. Nice. And uh, he calls me up. First thing he says about four or five, six days ago and says, JP, don't be mad. I says, okay, here we go. All right. What did you do? And he goes, <laughs> I got invited to go to Vegas. And basically to sum it up, he's going to Vegas early for Super Bowl weekend to hang out with a bunch of freaking Hall of Famers. And one of them happens to be Marcus wow. Allen, who's a Hall of Fame Raider player. And wow. he knew that it would be like, oh, and <laughs> jealousy immediately hit. And I and I, I told him how much of a jerk he was. And I probably cussed him out and, <laughs> and did a bunch of things. And then and then not only that, he goes to the casino and in and, and the game we love to play together that I introduced him to, mind you. Uh, mm. He's won like three times, like wow. big amounts of money, three times in a row right after. Okay. It's four now. Okay. And then the last time I went there, I lost I, I, hundreds gone. See it was peace. But this guy, he just keeps winning. Now, with that being said, I want to tell you face to face, Jesse, that I've been thinking about the last week and I am a grown ass man who should not have acted out that way. I apologize. <laughs> um, wow. And I actually wish you, so much fun, happiness, and luck, dude. That's an experience of a lifetime, bro. I'm so glad you get to experience it, man. Um, take a lot of pictures. And for the love of God, if you do get right there with Marcus Allen, give me a friggin' FaceTime, man. And set up a dad Absolutely. casting, you know. Yeah, but, at least, yeah, at least ask him to be on the podcast. Come on. So this is the thing. There, there was never any uh, any negative feelings towards me. Come on, dude. I knew when I called you. <laughs> but, so, but for me, it was like, you know, Brian made this invite and said, I need you to get down here to handle my social oh, no, media no. yeah i get it right and so uh and so when brian called i'm like shit <laughs> this is literally jp's dream literally right like this is j vegas raiders super bowl well, brian i can handle social media for a weekend just say it it's <laughs> so i uh you know i knew that before it got back to you it needed to come from me <laughs> right now the casino wins as i told you yesterday when i won I'm superstitious. Yeah, 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 and yeah. after I won the first time and called you to tell you about it, then I won again. I called you and told you about it, then I won again. But that's a backward superstition. How do you know you're going to win? Are you are you telling yourself, I'm going to call JP? I'm telling after you I close. I, so, hey, if I don't win, I'm not calling. Right? <laughs> it's, it's a, I'm setting myself up for the next win. Fair what enough. game is this? What game? Everybody's going to be curious. It's a slot it's, game called so Muffin Muffin. What I've done the last thing, and I don't mind sharing. So what I've done the last month is I walked into this casino with $200. And, and he's not a, a degenerate gambler, by the way. No, at least not at all. I mean, two, 200 he's was my budget. Just, he's getting there, though. Yeah. So 200 <laughs> was my budget. I decided that if I win, I will take what I have with me to Vegas. I'm taking over 5G with me to Vegas. Wow. Off of 200 and so, and I play, I play, that's, that's the bank. That's, that's, that's house money right there, man. And so it's, it's two, two games I play and I alternate one's a table game, one's a slot game. I play huff and puff, the slot machine more and, and, I play and blackjack. 
Have, have okay. you have you heard about? We're getting way off track here. I told you right off the rails, man. Here we are. <laughs> we're gonna get back to Mike Merrill here in just a moment because I I'm curious. I, I especially about that shirt and and what he does. But I'm loving the hat. Have you heard about even more huff and puff, Jesse? I have. Yeah, it's not it's out scary. yet. I can't find it, it anywhere. It's not available. But all right, are you a degenerate gambler, Mike? I am not. Okay. I I do. Uh, you know, I I like to play a little bit, but yeah, I. I uh, well, you heard my budget. It was two hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. That's when I played. It's the same thing. Take a couple hundred bucks and yeah, you can play and he just the house got money for a while. Super awesome. lucky and yeah. turn it into something big. And now right. he's going to take it to yeah. Vegas and think he's well, all that. And I'm not. So one, I'm not taking it all. Play by the rules. Two, play by the I'm rules. In Vegas. And I, because I'm in Vegas so much, I have a decent amount of free play. And so I will be using my free play while I'm there. And he's driving. Oof, gosh, I wish I was going with you, man. Mike Merrill, tell us about yourself, man. What what gets your juices flowing? You know, uh, a lot of things, but uh, generally I just like to get out and get after it, be physical. I like to get, you know, trail runs in and work out. I, I like to bow hunt. I um, love the mountains. Um, love elk hunting in particular, um, just the challenge. Um, I, I'm driven by goals, so I, I like to have things that are difficult to achieve and kind of lock in on them and, and do things that are difficult. You know, I, I cold plunge quite a few times every week, uh, you know, 40 degree, 39 degree water, whatever. I like to do that. Um, just, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really at 50 years old. I've learned that the healthier I can be and the better I can feel then the happier and more fulfilled I can be in life. So, so if I cold plunge, will the gray go away? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mine was my, I looked like, uh, I looked like professor snow on uh, hunger games before. You know, I, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I'm an avid deer hunter. I hunted for 45 minutes before I filled my tag this last year. Wow. Uh, nice my work. biggest buck to date. So a uh, nice three by four, 150 Ooh. pounds. Wow. Yeah. Nice. So it's, uh, I wish I could say that I'm right there with you, but I haven't hunted since I was 12 with my uncle in Montana, but I do wow. like guns. So I prefer nice. to hunt it Safeway. So that's me. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only way that yeah. I could hunt with a bow, however, is if they were close enough for me to stab the animal. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's, that can be more accurate. <laughs> where do you, where do you live, Mike? So I live in Utah. Okay. I'm about 45 minutes south of Salt Lake City in a beautiful town called Salem, just right on a mountain bench. And is there a lot of wildlife so, in the area for you to get your thing is. done around there? Oh, yeah. Yep. Deer, elk, bears. Uh, yeah, all kinds of, of wildlife around here. You mentioned so. a, a little bit ago, you see your goal maker. You set goals. You like to smash them. I'm, I'm right there with you. I wouldn't say fitness goals yet, but mm. Nick Martin, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm about to tell you guys something here for the first time. Oh, boy. Okay, we're trying it again, Nick. Today is February 2nd, the date of this recording. It has been 32 days and some change, and I'm down 20 pounds. Nice. Wow. All nice I'm work. doing is eating once a day, no processed foods. I've cut out all sugar. I haven't had a sip of soda. Other than I do get my daily Rockstar, which I don't consider soda. There is some sugar content, but that's it. Once a day, so I'm basically fasting every damn day. By noon every day, I am starving, but... That's all I've done. And and by the way, the one meal a day has been Chipotle every single day because <laughs> it's good for you. And it's yeah. all natural stuff. There's nothing processed in it, but 20 pounds. So I was 259 when I weighed myself the other morning. When I turn 50 in December, gentlemen, I will be 200 pounds or less. Wow. I'm holding myself accountable. It's right here. 
I, I haven't been 200 since high school. So this is going to happen this time. It's going to freaking wow. happen this time. You got this, dude. Speaking of goals, Mike. Thank you, man. I appreciate yeah. it. But this isn't about me. This is about you. What is your current goal that you're after? So right now, I'm uh, kind of like you on the weight thing. Um, so I, I'm trying to get down to about 215. So I'm I'm about 235 right now. Um, I'm uh, I'm broad shouldered and I, I probably have a big head. I don't know what I don't know what all contributes to all of this, but uh, but I did uh, about two years ago. I did the 75 hard program. I don't know if you've heard of that or familiar. Any I am not. Yeah. Okay. Basically, it's uh, Andy Frisella that started First Form, which is a, a supplement company, mm-hmm. been around about 20 years. Um, he actually has one of the top podcasts in the country, too. Um, pretty pretty awesome man. And I actually saw him speak live here in Salt Lake about two months ago. and was amazing. But anyway, he came up with this program where you essentially you follow a diet plan of some sort. Basically, you're committed to this thing. You work out twice a day. One of them has to be outside for 45 minutes minimum. So physical activity. Uh, You drink a gallon of water a day. You weigh yourself every day and document that weight. You take progress photos from each angle, each side and front and behind every day, basically to document this um, journey. And then the last thing is you read 10 pages from a paper book every single day that's nonfiction basically self-improvement, self-help, something that's going to add to your wisdom, knowledge, or, you know, understanding of life. So mm-hmm. super cool program. I lost 50 pounds in 75 days doing that. And uh, nice. that was just amazing. Um, I put a few of them back on. So my goal is to trim back down and, and get down to where I need to be. And, and uh, so that's my current thing that I'm doing right now. Gotcha, man. Good. Smash them goals. Uh, Nick, this is a, a conversation that you're going to carry on right here because I know you got questions yeah, regarding it. I do. So I, I'm watching you, your son has a supplement company, right? He does. So right? I, I, yeah. I send him an email. I'm trying to haven't had time to finish up the emails back and forth, but to become a brand rep. Cause I want to try everything. Oh, nice. Nice. So what, what can you tell me anything about it before I. Yeah, jump? sure. Yeah. Yeah. His, his company, it's called primal performance supplements and he is, and his physique is crazy off the charts, yeah. like bodybuilder type. I mean, super strong. And he's a, he's the 25 year old with the little granddaughter, uh, sailor. And, uh, yeah, he, he's been working on it a while and for about the last 10 years, he's just a fitness nut. And nice. so he, um, when I get my labs or my blood work done or anything, I send them to him and he basically debriefs me and tells me everything that's going on what I need to be taking, what I need to cut down or improve on. I mean, just, you know, I, I hear the same information from my doctor. So um, <laughs> oh, wow. he's just kind of a nut about all of that stuff. So, um, yeah, he just, he loves it so much. He just really wanted to have an opportunity to, to help people in that area that he's so passionate about. So. Very cool. And then as far as like bow hunting and stuff, it's like, I, I follow a lot of Joe Rogan and campaigns. So there's yeah. a lot different type of workouts, a lot of kettlebells, a lot of definitely a lot of road running. So do you incorporate what they're doing with your workouts and stuff? And I do. Yeah. I, I, uh, like you, you know, I've been a big fan of, of Cam Haynes and, and Rogan also for a long time, but yeah, um, I've been following Cam for almost 10 years now. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I first saw what he was doing, I thought this, this guy's crazy. What's he doing? You know? 
carrying a rock up the mountain and and yeah. all this stuff but um this lift run shoot mantra that he has basically you know get some some weight work in every day go for a run and then shoot your bow kind of practice that precision mm -hmm. on on your passion right and and focus on being in great shape so that when you're in the mountains you can be limitless and so i just adopted that and, and love um everything about that i mean i used to take my target and my bow and my truck and i'd go and drive up park up the base of the mountain go trail running come back down, shoot my bow while I'm puffing and puffing and still tired. Right. And then right. go home and hit a workout or, or go to the Vasa gym and, and uh, just try and do all those things in, in one day. And after you do that, you, and, and you consistently put that work in, you realize, man, I'm getting stronger. I'm feeling better. I'm, you know, I'm more accurate with my bow. I feel more confidence. And so I, I think just everything that that um, encapsulates by, really focusing yeah. on and having a purpose, a purpose driven goal um, really helps you lock in and achieve your potential versus, you know, never really know what you could have done if you would have actually put the work in. Right. Oh, good what, uh, oh, oh. Go ahead, what's Jason. your best hunt or most enjoyable hunt that you've been on? Um, you know, I, it, it's funny because, um, I have a, there was one elk hunt in particular and I actually didn't end up, I didn't end up bringing this bull home, but I, I kind of chased him, had trail cameras and kind of pattern where he was at. And, and I hunted him all, uh, this is probably four or five years ago, hunted him all archery season and, uh, you know, ended up, ended up missing him opening morning. Just, I, I still don't know exactly what happened or how I missed, but had this perfect shot. We we're videoing it. The sun's just coming up. You can hear the birds. The, the the sun is glimmering off of this bull elk. And he's he's kind of, you know, sauntering through with his head moving. And he had velvet horns still because it was kind of early season. I mean, just an epic, picture-perfect, fairy tale opportunity. And I and I didn't get him. I missed him. Oh. And so I um I spent the next week trying to find that bull again and actually did end up getting one more chance at him. And I did, I did end up hitting him. And, um, anyway, it turned out he, he wasn't wounded lethally ended up, you know, getting away, healing up. I had somebody sending me pictures of him the next year. He was even bigger and crazier, but <laughs> I think just the, even though that one doesn't have the happy ending, like, like you like on your hunts and especially wounding something is, you know, super stressful. I mean, you, you love these animals, you respect them. You you appreciate them. You you don't want to do anything, but um, but you know, be successful in the hunt and provide for your family. But when it doesn't work out and and uh, and they get hurt or or something doesn't go perfectly as you drew it up, um, it's it's nice to find out. Okay, you know, he he lived and he was okay. And you know, those elk are tough animals. They they take a horn jab, you know, all the time when they're fighting and they lived through some crazy stuff, you know, evading predators, bears and mountain lions and, and everything else. So, um, they're just amazing animals, but I, I just had so many great memories of that journey and that experience, even though it didn't end the way that I, that I typically like a hunt to, it was, uh, still something that I, you know, think about a lot. So, I have a, uh, Oh, go ahead, JP. I have a hypothetical for you, Mike. Uh, sure. Is somehow, some way, the U.S. government decides that a capital punishment uh, can be mm. hunting live humans? Are you in? 
Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, I'm not interested in that. No, I'm not. I'm not. But I might help protect those that are being hunted. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, I seem to remember a certain movie with Ice-T. <laughs> the most dangerous yeah. game, I think, right? Yes. Surviving yeah. game, dude. Oh, Come yeah. on. Okay. okay. Come on. What, uh, <laughs> what's the standard range for a bow shot? You know, um, where I'm at, and I don't know, where are you at? Where's home? Southern you? Oregon. Oh, Oregon. Oh, oh nice. it's, it's cool. very cool. This is the yeah, place, so, man. There's. Yeah, we're actually, we're literally two and a half hours south of where Cam lives. Oh, yeah. Okay. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. yeah I've been up there quite a bit that way. So that's, that's great. Um, love Oregon. So, yeah, where for me and, and the, the game that I hunt and where I'm usually at, I mean, you're, if you're anywhere between 20 and 60 yards, you're, you know, I mean, ideally they're somewhere in the middle of that you know 30 40 yards is a is a is kind of a chip shot more of a uh you know close range opportunity not as much can go wrong you start spreading the distance out and all of a sudden you you know you find that the slightest little change or tweak or mm-hmm. you know if you hit a limb or you do it or the wind I mean, all these other things are factors the, the further out you get so um we do i do uh in fact i'm doing one in montana this year and then one in salt lake this shoot so fun it's 3d targets up on ski resorts and you you ride the lift up and then you go through this track and they have like 25 targets set up and you hike for like five or six miles along this path to, to get to each of these targets they're kind of in a, it's it's amazing it's amazing um but anyway they uh, it's called total archery challenge i'm going up to montana in june to do this again and um anyway uh there they'll be anywhere from 20 yards to even like 125 yards just just for fun you know just to kind of see what you can do and what your capabilities are and where your confidence is and so i always try and get good out at a range that's up to twice what i want want to really shoot so so if i want to be good at 50 yards if i can dial it in at 100 and be pretty consistent and get kind of a volleyball size group then then i'm 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 doing pretty well Oh, you yeah. take your so kids with you? Uh, yeah, 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 I do. He's getting more into it. We're actually going up on a archery bear hunt in Canada in May. So we're really excited about that. I've had the opportunity to drop a few bears. I haven't been able to pull the trigger. Uh, I have more okay. for the reason I just, one, I don't enjoy the flavor. And so mm. I would have to give it away. And right. I'm not going to let it go to waste. And two, that's sure. a lot of processing. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, a deer is pretty simple. So I I love that part of it too. Honestly, I love processing my own meat. I mean, I got the grinder and I I wrap it and I cut it and I shrink wrap it and that's just another. I'll, I'll watch hunting videos, you know, in the kitchen while I'm you know cutting the meat up and preparing it, and then I'll I'll smoke it on the Traeger barbecue for the kids and the family. Invite them over for Sunday dinner, and so I mean, I it's like full like field to table experience where I'm involved in every part of the process, and that's again back to that fulfillment that you get when you you take part in. You know, instead of just like going to Walmart and grabbing a, you know, a, a tri-tip or something. I mean, that's still great, too. Still love it. But, man, when you get it yourself from the sweat of your own brow and putting all that work and preparation into yes. it, it's 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 like gold to you. You know, now, anything. Now, ex- sorry. Go ahead, Jess. Anything exotic that you've uh, that you've processed that isn't on that norm? Any cougar? Uh, yeah. C- yeah. Cougar. And I do- this is a message for anyone with high LDLC or bad cholesterol who has had or is at risk of having a cardiovascular adverse event. Merck is studying an investigational medication to see whether it may help lower the risk of future cardiovascular adverse events. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death worldwide. 
And in the United States alone, there are over 73 million people living with high LDLC. To learn about whether you may qualify, visit CoralReefStudies.com now. Again, that is C-O-R-A-L-R-E-E-F-S-T-U-D-I-E-S.com. If you own a small business, you might be asking yourself, can Tax Act help me do my business and personal taxes? The answer is yes. If the answer was no, it would have been pretty ill-advised of Tax Act to have asked that question in the first place. And Tax Act prides itself on not doing ill-advised things. In conclusion, Tax Act can help small business owners get their personal and business taxes done. Tax Act. Let's get them over with. Making your cat happy is a number one priority. Priority number two is keeping a clean litter box. Fresh Step Outstretch Litter helps you do both. Fresh Step Outstretch Litter traps waste at the surface with less crumbles and absorbs more waste and odor compared to Fresh Step Multicat. Find Fresh Step Outstretch Litter at a store near you today. Fresh Step is a registered trademark of the Clorox Pet Products Company. Certain trademarks used under license from the Procter & Gamble Company or its affiliates. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, honey, you know your dad's world-famous chili. Yeah, the one that takes 24 hours to make. So I was trying to help out and bring the pot to the table, but it was, like, super hot. And then I, um, dropped it, and now the floor looks all, you know, stained with chili. Look, the point is, you guys cool with pizza for dinner? (laughs) Honey? Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. I process my own bear also. Um, yeah, actually, I've, I've been mountain lion hunting this year. Didn't haven't gotten one yet, but we're still we're still working after it. But the, yeah, they're actually. I have had mountain lion before and and uh, been on a few hunts. They honestly taste kind of like pork, if you could believe it. It's 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 really it's really not bad. Interesting. So back to my earlier question: What if the humans were zombies? Then we good? <laughs> yeah, I think we can. I think we can arrange some things. I tell I've you got, what, I've got, I, I got a lot, lot of guns too, so yeah, I, I don't I like guns. Know but, what that yeah. says about me, or but I've thought more than I probably should have about just a little part of me was like, you know, I wouldn't mind a zombie apocalypse that bad because then. <laughs> You can just get rid of all the stupid Open ones, you know, and it's okay. <laughs> Can't think that or do that these days. And, you know, I, I probably shouldn't think that much. Now I'm incriminated and it's out there. All right. Well, think of hey, me as dude, you I will. I think zombies are fair game. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't live next to a cemetery, man. Which brings up more <laughs> questions. Are they going to come out? Of it? It's neither here nor there. All right. Ow. Nick, why are you shaking your head at me, man? I'm just sometimes I'm in shock and awe and like wow you we just, we went way off the rails entertaining man entertaining yeah. let's I don't bring think it this was off the rails it, it, it was a movie buddy it was a movie like it, we can't we can't throw couple, people in the woods and there's like there's a couple of them yeah we just, we just can't take them out in the mountains and let them loose and then let some rich guys go already out. established that if they were zombies Mike is in now we're moving on they okay. say no purge officially. Yeah. Well, Well. (laughs) oh man, Nick, did you put together a fast five? I would love to get to that right now. You know what I did? All right, Mike, I work in radio and I used to have a segment called the fast five where we'd ask one of the guests five quick questions, not necessarily important questions. They're fun. They're off the bat. And I gave it to Nick. Nick, here we go. All right. What is your funniest dad fail? Oh man. 
<laughs> uh, geez, that can't. How, how can that be fast? I got to think here. Dad fail. Um, well, I. Funny. <laughs> I think I'm, he I has. I can one. think of some of the words so funny. <laughs> I'm trying to think here, like. When I, well, I, I've never been asked these questions. Nick left his kid on the top of a car in a ba- or in a grocery cart. No, I left it in, I in a grocery so, cart at Walmart. Yeah. yeah, and drove away. Oh boy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I, we've, we've left the, we've left the, the kid at grandma's and grandpa's before. You know, forgot to put the baby in the car seat or something like that. But grandma uh, and grandpa is not Walmart. <laughs> that's true. Not, not that's a Walmart true. parking lot. Is that's true. Part. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Funny dad fail, man. It turns out Mike's perfect. He's never failed as a dad. And we can take I'm that sure, answer. I'm sure okay. I have. I just, Moving I just on. don't know what it is yet. <laughs> All right. If you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? Live life at full draw. I like it. Nice. Um, ironically. Uh, yeah, I just think uh, I think in this day and age, we have a challenge in society being present and being grateful for what we have and where we are and the blessings that we that we do have um and so i i just think people in general need to be more um engaged in what they're doing now and if they don't like what they're doing or they're not happy then they need to do something different so that they can be happy and and fulfilled and uh so i think putting that onus back on individuals is uh is really where i think society needs to get to I like it. On that topic, what do you do when their life seems to be fulfilled staring at one of these all damn day? Mm, yeah, that's the, that's the other thing. Aaron lies the problem for me. Yeah, Not me yeah. personally, but that's what I see. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I've caught myself, you know, my son's playing football or, or tennis or something, and I'm I'm trying to video and get the shot of something uh-huh. that I, and I'm, and I'm missing the match. I did it last night. I'm not, you know. Literally, my wrestling. son's wrestling match. Yeah, yeah. I'm halfway through yeah. it, and I'm staring at the screen to make sure it's centered on him, even though right, I'm watching right. it, but I'm watching it <laughs> right. through the screen right. and not. Right, right. And I was oh, yeah. like, what am I doing? Ah, yeah. but my son, says, no, dad, 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 you get the video, you get the video. I'm like, yes. <laughs> next time, can I not? He's like, no, 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 you got to yeah. record it. I was like, but, but, but. I think I'm going to get a tripod next time. Hit record, and that's right. that. But sorry, Nick, talking. go ahead. Number three. Okay. Um. Advice for busy dads to fit in some gym time. Well, uh, I don't, I don't sleep a lot compared to some people like four or five hours. I'm totally golden. And so for me, it's not hard to just get up early. Um, I also can, I can work out at night too, either way. I mean, I'm, I, I could burn the candle at either end. So, uh, but I think just for general people, I think, I think you need to schedule that time. And if it means waking up 30 or 45 minutes earlier, or if it means, you know, I'm hitting the gym during lunch at work, if you can do that. Um, but I also think the key to, to that is setting that expectation, that, that goal with your with your significant other so that you are getting support and encouragement. Because if they're not on board with you doing this, then it's going to be another thing that actually is a problem. And it will come off as negative and, and not be something where you can feel good about it and focus on being healthy because if you're healthy, you can take a lot better care of your loved ones. Awesome. Facts. Um, favorite meal to cook for your kids and oh, grandkids. Man. I have a guess. Elk, ba- elk backstrap. <laughs> Ooh. That's what was my On guess. the Traeger, <laughs> sm- slow smoked. 
Nice. Yeah. I was going to say oh, yeah. so, smoked meat of some sort. <laughs> yeah. So Ari, we have, we only have four today because you already asked the, the favorite bow hunt question. Somebody did. Okay. So that was my other question. Right, so I'm, anyway, I'm yeah. going to do the question that we don't ask every time, Nick. All right. Oh, I, I feel like I'm, we're going to test Mike out here. Um, little, no pressure, by the way, this isn't, <laughs> this isn't crazy controversial. Let me give you a little backstory. I asked a certain someone when I work in radio, this question, I actually asked this question of everyone, but this certain guy answered it so profoundly that it took almost 15, 20 years for another person to match that answer or copy it to where we went, oh my gosh, that's as good as the original answer. Again. Okay. So here's the question. What's one thing you can't leave the house without? Intention. Oh! <laughs> I'm going to put it in the top 10. I'm going to put yeah. it in the top 10. That is very, very good. See, most people... And, and that's fine. Even if you say, I, my phone, my keys, my, my iPad. Another guy said Blackberry a few years ago. Whatever. You know, those are <laughs> fine. But I'm looking for, you know, something deep like that. There was a guy by the name of Mr. George Thorogood and the Destroyers. I asked that question to on the air once. And without skipping a beat, he answered, kissing my wife. Oh, and nice. it still is the number one answer to this day. Although some people have gotten real, real close. And like I said, top 10 intention. You cannot leave the house without. I love that. That is something that everyone should absolutely do every single day. What that intention is, hopefully it's pure and it's good and it's goal oriented. But yeah, man, that's a great answer. I love that one. And on that note, Jesse, that's dad cash. See, I'm kidding. We're done. I'm just <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not going anywhere, man. Um, Oh, I'm going to dig down into the reaches of the questions i asked this one a lot almost every single episode i've been trying not to do it but it's such a gosh darn good question that we're gonna ask it mike how old is your oldest kid 26 26 years ago and nine months give or take you found <laughs> out you were going to become a father for the first time can you recall that day and the emotions that went through your head i do i do uh yeah i i got uh i got teared up i was I was really, really, really excited. Yeah. Fast yeah. forward nine months from there. Were you in the room? I was in the room. How was that experience for you? Uh, frightening, but also amazing at the same time. It was it was a, a wonderful experience, but yeah, definitely. Um, deer in the headlights for a minute. Yeah. You know, like, okay, wait. All right, I guess we're here. Nick can relate. So. He has 87 children, so it's... it's <laughs> Plus the 90 he don't know about. Only three moms, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Are you, are, you a, uh, are you a sports fan of any sort? I mean, I obviously hunting, but like, yeah. you know, football, yeah. baseball, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And I, I have, it's, it is interesting as I've gotten older. I'm I mean, you know, I love the Super Bowl. I love, you know, I love the playoffs. I love the NBA finals. I like golf. I like all, I was, a, in fact, I have plenty of Marcus Allen rookie cards, by the way. <sighs> I was a sports card collector all growing up. Are you a Raider and, fan? Uh, I, 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 I was as a young man with Marcus Allen and then you got uh, smarter. And, 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 no, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, but, but obviously once, you know, once they, um, kind of diminished off of my 
radar here right. in Utah where I'm at. I mean, we kind of get to pick. So <laughs> who's your team? Who's your a, team a these days? Team. So I actually like the Chiefs. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesse and I can finally agree with something together on the show. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're uh, we're going to cancel this episode. No, no, oh, boy. No, oh, boy. Listen, man. That's yeah. dadcast. Listen, man. That's, dude. If you were a Chief fan seven years ago or farther back, yeah, yeah you're yeah. good. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's fine. Well, I'm a, it's, you know, I. I lived in San Diego my entire youth, grew up a Charger fan, still a Charger fan, even though they moved okay. to L.A. Sure. So it's hard to root for the Chiefs. But how do you go against the person that Patrick Mahomes is, the person the coach mm. that Andy Reid is, yeah, sure. and the personality of Travis Kelsey? How do you how do you dislike yeah. that? Yeah. You're it's a Raider fun. fan. You're a Niners fan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I right hear Hey, yeah, go ahead. Point at yourself, Nick. Yeah, so, yeah, dude, we, we, we have the nicest days. quarterback in the world. Come on. Brock Purdy is the most down-to-earth. Oh, we're talking sports. This is my favorite. Come on. Now. Okay. Down-to-earth, nicest man in the on the entire planet. All right. Hey, J, JP, am I the only one impressed that he knows who the quarterback of the 49ers is? Wow. No, you know, it's okay. All right. Where, where, do you go to, where do you go to college, Nick? Then I'll be impressed. I have no idea. Okay. Yo! Um, Iowa? Yes. Iowa State, yes. I believe. Wow, nice. Um, and you know his brother's a better quarterback, though. <laughs> How would you know that? I was told that the other day. <laughs> so, by is the Raiders beat the Chiefs at home this year? Does that mean they're a better team? And it's pretty be, cool. You know, you well, know? they yeah, they're pretty all yeah. Ooh, that was, was that Christmas? That was Christmas Day. That cool. literally cool. made my Christmas. I didn't Stand care imagine. what else happened. The rest of the day, yeah. my kids got their gifts. They were super happy. And then it came to like my, my son, who's super into football with me now, which is really cool. Um, he's gravitated to being a Raider fan, which I did not push on him at all. Mm. I just bought him a Raider onesie and a jersey every year. Okay. I didn't say he had to be a Raider fan. Be, yeah, you he had just, no influence. He just became yeah. a Raider fan along with dad, which was amazing. But after that game, it was just... It, it didn't matter what happened the rest of that day. Right. It's like that was our Super Bowl for what it's worth. But here they are back again. By the way, once again, this is recorded on the second. So Super Bowl is nine days away from the date of this recording. The Niners are taking on the Chiefs in Las Vegas. And that right there, that single fact is what upsets me more than anything. The Chiefs mm -hmm. and or the Niners are going to raise a Super Bowl trophy in my stadium before mm -hmm. the Raiders ever got to. Did you see the construction Oof. worker? Yes, the they put thing. the stupid chief. I think a Charger and a Broncos fan did it as well. There, there, there's literally all AFC West gear of some sort buried in the concrete foundation of Allegiant Stadium over there. Hey, I have a dad question before we wrap this thing up. Who, uh, who do you look up to? Who do you idolize? Who is your biggest contributor in the turning you into a dad as far as your parenting style goes? Well... I mean, I, I definitely have a, a kind of an algamation of different people. My, my father died when I was 13. So I was young. Um, he died at 45 of a heart attack. So he, so, um, obviously influenced me greatly up to that point. But after that, I had uncles, I had neighbors step in like scout masters, other people that really stepped in and, um, older brothers that uh, my oldest brother's eight years older than me. So, um, so I definitely had, it was kind of by committee. Um, that I that I had those roles, but I I guess if I was going to talk about one constant, my my grandpa on my mother's side was an amazing influence on me and all of my family. Just 
lived an amazing life, was was just a super focused individual that, you know, kept on the straight and narrow, um, was a leader in his community, was involved politically, was he was a postmaster at the small town post office. So back, you know, in the in the 60s and 70s, when a post office was, you know, kind of an important part of the community. Um, he was somebody that everybody looked up to and and really um, admired quite a lot. So his name is James Austin Cope the Third. Mm, so. Sounds like he should be eating caviar. <laughs> Love it, James Austin Cope the <laughs> Third. That's it. <laughs> I, I didn't have. I mean, I got a pretty big ego. Ask anyone, and I don't mean to be. It's toned down over the years, but I, I don't. My ego was not big enough to give my son. You know, he wasn't going to be second. Jeffrey the second, you know, <laughs> or the third. I just, I, I, I don't know. That did, that, that seems pretty pompous to me. Well, your thing. My yeah. ego was, my wife's was not. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Hey, man, you know what? So you said you like guns. You like sports, Mike. Do you like the nerdy stuff like Star Wars or movie type things star trek is that in your wheelhouse at all so i am i enjoy those i don't i don't get all geeked out on them no okay i do i I love watching the movies i did grow up around all that stuff that was awesome but yeah i i don't collect any figurines i don't have any outfits that i you know pull out of the closet in the middle of the night and you know go fight my neighbor with the right, gotcha. well, you're straight up describing not that guy. <laughs> the, the reason i asked uh one of our sponsors on dadcast you like that segue uh nice. redcon one weapons in eagle point i promised i'd do some shout outs more this year nick um okay he built me a custom 300 blackout sbr Sniper silver or sniper gray wow. silver uh, Cerakote etched with a little baby Grogu who's Yoda on it. It says oh, this nice. is the way it's, it's a Mandalorian themed SBR cool. 300. And uh, I, you can see pictures online. I'm not going to run in the house and open it up and, and bring it out here and grab it. Although I did think about it. Um, but <laughs> that was, I was, I, I'm like, if, if you had, if you, if I saw that twinkle in your eye, when I mentioned star Wars, I would have went and grabbed it, but we're not there. So it is all good. And Jesse and I would have built you know, no, 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 Jesse, you loved it. What are you talking about? Jesse hasn't seen. Have you seen it yet? You sent it to me. Sounds beautiful. Gun? Blackout. That's a yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah cool it gun. is. It is sweet. I just need a silencer, man. That, and that, I'm pretty that sure he turned his car into Star Wars themed Tesla too, didn't he? Wow. He did. Yeah. Did little. And when he says silencer, he needs one for himself as well. <laughs> oh. Hey, Dad Cast oh, would not brutal. be what it is today if I that we wouldn't have a show, Nick. It would. Be, I know. It would be. It would be two guys it like this. It would literally be like. What so are, I what brought are we, Jesse on. I have to do the intro. <laughs> you do, yeah. Okay. And, and by the way, episode 131 plus at least 20 nice. or 30 bonus episodes. And that's the first time you've done an intro. Tough guy. Shut up. All right. Yeah. Mike Merrill, before we get out on out of here today, um, would you like to share your information? So anyone else listening and or watching this episode today can check you out what you're about. Instagram, all that good stuff. Yeah, you bet. You can find me at Michael T. Merrill, just all spelled out on Instagram and Facebook, same thing. And yeah, (laughs) the first. I'm one one of one. Not even a junior. All right. (laughs) No, 
Uh, yeah, I mean, you can mostly on Instagram. You can find me. I'm also on LinkedIn, Mike Merrill on LinkedIn. If you're on the business side of things, Ooh, uh, corp, I, corp. I do quite a bit there too, but, uh, as an entrepreneur, but, um, but yeah, uh, happy to have you come and check us out. Or if you're in the market for supplements, primal performance supplements, my son's company, they started last year, super cool and a great, great product and something that, you know, can help you improve fitness and your health. Awesome, man. Nick, do you have, I have one final question, but before we get to it, Nick, you got anything? I got nothing. Mr. Dugas. Thank you so much for being a part. All right. Final question. I asked this two questions. I guarantee I ask every show. The first one was, are you a dad? The second one, the last one, which I feel is most important. If you could give one piece of advice to any new dad or about to be dad out there, Mike Merrill, what's it going to be? I would say savor those moments. Remember them, lock them in your heart and, uh, and you know, make the most of them because they, they don't come back. No. And they're so fast. <laughs> I look yeah. into my rear view mirror, my baby girl, and then she was just in a car seat and now she's talking back. It's just amazing. Literally, <laughs> you know, nah, yeah. no dad. <laughs> <laughs> all right everyone out there wherever you may be however you may be listening or watching thank you so much for checking out dadcast he is michael merrill that guy is nick martin the other guy down there jesse dugas thank you so much for checking it out if you're on youtube please subscribe like comment do all the things if you're checking us out on any other social media as well you know what to do like us because it helps a whole lot we appreciate you and we'll check you out on the very next episode of Dadcast. Have a great rest of your see day. You we'll week. see you. Later. Thanks, Chuck. See ya. Making your cat happy is a number one priority. Priority number two is keeping a clean litter box. Fresh Step Outstretch Litter helps you do both. Fresh Step Outstretch Litter traps waste at the surface with less crumbles and absorbs more waste and odor compared to Fresh Step Multicat. Find Fresh Step Outstretch Litter at a store near you today. Fresh Step is a registered trademark of the Clorox Pet Products Company. Certain trademarks used under license from the Procter & Gamble Company or its affiliates. Introducing our show, the Tema American Reshoring ETF, the pioneer in investing in America's infrastructure revival and beyond. Invest in the companies we've identified as leading and benefiting from this industrial resurgence today. Visit us online, temaetfs.com slash RSHO. Before investing, carefully consider the fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus and summary prospectus available at temaetfs.com. Read carefully. Investing involves risk, including possible loss. Foresight Fund Services, LLC. When you vacation with Norwegian Cruise Line, every day is a new day. Get a taste for Barcelona, then savor incredible dining back on board one day. Connect to ancient history in Athens, and then disconnect in our spa another day. Wherever the sea breeze takes you, come aboard and experience a different tomorrow with Norwegian. Visit ncl.com, call your travel advisor, or 1-888-NCL-CRUISE. Norwegian Cruise Line, ships registry the Bahamas and USA. The rest of my life gonna start today. If you own a small business, you might be asking yourself, can Tax Act help me do my business and personal taxes? The answer is yes. If the answer was no, it would have been pretty ill-advised of Tax Act to have asked that question in the first place. And Tax Act prides itself on not doing ill-advised things. 
In conclusion, Tax Act can help small business owners get their personal and business taxes done. Tax Act. Let's get them over with. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because. Yeah, the charcoal mess. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed.